0: Recorder grot. Here I wanna I wanna hear this song song. Hold on. So the recorder grot rally was like was like a nod to like the strangler song. I don't know if anybody knew that, but they do now. thing we used to play these songs um, live
1: so is that sound it, you hear at the beginning is that the, is that the tape going into play or is that a guitar plugging in like what is that at the beginning
0: it was a um, it was like a um, yeah like a tape recorder Gotcha. That's the batteries were um, so old that it just made this amazing. Uh, it, well, no, it wasn't a tape recorder. It was a, um, it was a keyboard. It was like a Casio keyboard where the, where the batteries were, were really um, old. Yeah. And you just ma- it just made these incredible sounds.
1: That's so great. Yeah. And you guys just captured it. Yeah, yeah. I know it it's so weird of, to be. I know it's so weird to be answering questions from like you know thirty years ago, yeah, or yeah. thinking about things because things happen for you guys pretty quickly, right? Like, I mean, you, you did like four sessions, and then you were like, it's slanted, and it's like then before you know it, it's crooked rain, and you know, yeah, yeah it all kind of like, Holy happened. Jesus! <music> Welcome to Meeting Alchemists. A Pavement Podcast. Hey there, it's J.D. back for another week. Hope everybody is doing wonderfully. I am um, really quite miserable. Uh, I can't lie to you. I'm on the road this week. I don't want this podcast to really get into my personal life, so I will leave it at that. But uh, there's a lot going on behind the scenes and uh, send me your good vibes and good thoughts. How about that? How about that? So, um, yeah, how about that? So this week we are getting ready to wrap up side one of EP2, Grot on Demolition Plot J7. That's a lot of numbers and a lot of strange words. Speaking of strange words, last week's episode, Spizzle Trunk, I got a real cool email from Richard from Leeds, incidentally, the home of the wedding present and Richard wanted to, um, listen, you guys all have sent really great emails. This one is one that I'm going to share with you this week though, cause it's got the bones of a theory to use his term. It's got the bones of a theory. I really like that idea. That must be a, a British thing. Bones of a theory. I love it. Anyway, he says, and this is a, a good tip in life. I think JD, if you Google the word spizzle, you get from the Urban Dictionary. So let me translate my poor reading of that email. Uh, go to urbandictionary.com, type in the word spizzle. And what Urban Dictionary spits out is, quote, originally came from the spot, a place to get heroin or crack from Chicago's west side. End quote. Richard adds, add the word trunk, and you've basically got Iggy pop circa 1975. Trunk, of course, being another word, torso? Combined with some of the lyrics from the song, I think it's got the quote bones of a theory. Interesting. Richard, that is interesting. And um I gotta tell you that um God, I don't know. I don't know. I think that uh I think it does have the bones of a theory. Um I'll have to analyze the lyrics a little more closely. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna err on the side of. I still think it's just a fun fucking word to say. So I did get an email back from Spiral, and he um, sort of lends credence to that theory as well. He said in his uh, in his message, he said uh, "spizzle trunk." Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. That was probably just Malcolm is putting two words together. <laughs> so I think sometimes, you know, it. Um, what do they call that? They call that the. Uh, Oxum's Razor, or Occam's Razor, rather. And uh, sometimes it's the simplest solution. Speaking of Spiral Stairs, I thought it might be cool to go back to some more of that interview, and that's what kicked off this show today. So let's uh, listen to a little more Spiral. This is um, Mr. Stairs discussing the early influences of so
0: the like, band. You know, Hex Induction Hour and, um, um, you know, those kind of, you know, third or fourth fall records and, and it was just us trying to kind of, you know.
1: So that record in particular is one we should listen to if we want to sort of get a sense of you know, <clears> where, you guys, where you guys were coming from?
0: Yeah, I think so. Definitely.
1: What else were you listening to at the time?
0: Oh, Swell Maps.
1: Okay, yeah. Well,
0: swell Maps is a big influence on like, the Spizzle Trunk is just like, you know, it's it's got a lot of elements of a Swell Maps. In fact, the whole e- the whole EP is like is very swell, Mapsy. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the first dinosaur record, um, of course, Sonic Youth.
1: Um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely more. Um, and I don't mean this in a bad way, like a noisier record, right? Like a, a way more. Um, there's. A lot more it feels like there's a lot more going on in this record did you guys bring more instruments to the table were you doing were you doing extra tracks <coughs> overdubbing like with with more instruments no. like what, not really no? not really
0: it, it's all basic you know a couple guitars maybe an maybe a um you know a, a overdubbed lead guitar there's a lot there's actually a lot of kind of percussion in it that was really, Gary had a, a lot of percussion toys. I think, um. Do you have to turn the filter off? Hold on. What? Do you have to turn the filter off? What filter? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, you have to turn the filter off. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, there was, a, yeah, a lot more, a lot of, a lot of percussion, which is, uh, you know, maybe came because of, like, we were listening to a lot of Can records at that time too. A lot of what? Sorry, Can records. Oh, okay. German band.
1: Don't uh, know. Don't know them at all.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. That so is. That's something to, is that something to try and grab?
0: You have to. You have to get into Can, man. <laughs> the, they were the Is best. it with a
1: K or with a C?
0: C A N. They're. Krautrock. Uh, They're. Um, that was a huge influence on early. Early pavement stuff.
1: What oh, can we? I have a long bus ride today. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna download some and listen to it on the yeah. way. Yeah,
0: Tago Tog, Mago uh, soundtracks. Uh, what's an, what's another one? Monster movie. I mean, all that early stuff is just seminal. You'll get it. You'll get it when you hear it. You'll be like, okay, I get it now.
1: <laughs> oh man, that laugh at the end is just fucking brutal. But what can you do? It was funny to me at the time. I suppose it's just sort of somehow. Sometimes the way you end a sentence, isn't it? Okay, let's flash backwards. Let's go back to October seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine, at around five o'clock in the afternoon, local time at San Francisco. You might remember the massive earthquake that struck, and I can tell you that it was very memorable to me. I was at a, a work party. And uh, it was one of the first times I drank and I was watching the World Series baseball game when the screen started to um, go herky-jerky and they got uh, cut off, you know, and then we, we learned of this terrible earthquake. I can tell you that just 83 miles down the I-580 in Stockton, there was also something going on that was chaotic, that was loud that for some people might be very frightening as well. And that was the recording of Demolition Plot J7. It was at the Louder Than You Think studios, there was Spiral Stairs, Stephen Malcolmus. Uh, They had a drummer, Um, his name was Jason Fox. And uh, apparently if you've been listening to these episodes, uh, Gary Young, the producer and engineer was pretty jealous of Mr. Fox and Fox did not last. Uh, he dra- uh, drummed on um, Forklift, but that was the extent of his drumming for this record, as you know, from what I understand. I could be corrected, but my understanding is that uh, SM and Spiral did the yeoman's work in terms of drumming on the rest of the record. That would include the song we're talking about today, Recorder Grot. I think that Recorder Grot is really um in an interesting category of pavement songs it is a like i said it's a gnarly earthquakey you know crowd running away from a monster kind of song right from the opening feedback it is very different than what we've heard so far there's not a lot of pop sensibility um you know when you think of the first two tracks on this record um you know, you start out with a heavy hitter forklift and then you go into this more nuanced song, uh, uh, Spizzle Trunk. Now you've got recorder crot and it is it's just very different from what we've what we've heard. There are again shouted lyrics, there is a cacophony of information being, you know, uploaded to the listener, and we don't even know what the fuck uploaded means in 1990 when this record came out. So it's confusing. I can tell you that the 1990 version of myself would have been if this song was my introduction to pavement. Um, I I don't know that I continue on, on the journey, you know, um, I think that you give me forklift, you give me spizzle trunk, you give me, she believes you give me, God box elder, you know like i'm I'm in for life um this song doesn't hook me it there's there's no real hook to this, and um it's not to say that it's a bad song, it's just not my favorite it it's the third song on the first side of an e p and it it's right where it belongs it's uh we're getting ready to turn the record over and start anew, and you know as such, recorder grot is um perfect in that role. Uh, that's what I think. There's some noise going on in the background, and I apologize for that. But um, uh, recorder, um I took Richard's advice, and I took both of those words uh, as a phrase and individual words, and put them into Urban Dictionary, and I got nothing <laughs> for recorder other than a woodwind uh, instrument or a wood, usually a wood flute-like instrument or a recorder, uh, not a flute, but a piccolo. No, not a piccolo because they're both by the side. But an instrument that you blow in <laughs> from the front, it's a recorder. You know what I'm saying? Grot, on the other hand, uh, comes up um, in the dictionary as something unpleasantly or of poor quality. So you would say, like, uh, this TV show is just the grots or this TV show is grot. So it's dirty. It's gnarly. It's, it's just it doesn't have a good sort of vibe to it, you know? Um, I'm not sure how the recorder piece fits, but, uh, maybe, you know, hmm, okay, let me just go on a limb here. Maybe this is him describing Gary's studio. Maybe this is describing louder than you think. This is a recorder grot. This is where we're producing this record and it is, you know, recorder grot. Like what's all over that tape machine, Gary. Oh, that's a recorder grot. <laughs> I don't know, but that's just uh, you know, a theory I'm banging out there as we go. Anyway, if you've got ideas of your own, please send them my way, info at meetingmalchemus.com. I hope this episode has done enough for Stephen to come aboard and meet me someday so we can shake hands and I can tell him what he's meant to me. In the interim, let's listen to Recorder Grot on Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast. Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast, is a weekly affair. You can listen, share, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about the show, go to www.meetingmalcolmus.com. I tweet and Instagram at Meeting Malcolmus. Stephen, are you listening?